we apologize, but due to technical difficulties, we are joining the service already in progress. Thank you. The crucifixion of Jesus, they were too afraid to, to speak up. They, they, they met in secret places and spoke in whispers because they knew that there was still danger of being killed because they were associated with Jesus. Oh, it's still the danger of being killed. Talked about, degraded, if you associated with, with Jesus. But oh, when the Holy Spirit came, they spoke in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Wow! Oh, they spoke in other tongues. Tanshinki Handaromaha. Good God Almighty. Oh, beloved, let me tell you something. Listen, listen. When you feel with the power of the Holy Spirit, it crosses languages and cultures. Oh, it, it crosses all barriers. See, God is love, and the Holy Spirit will make you a love machine. And people respond to love, no matter who they are, where they come from. When I was in Korea, or in Africa, when I was in a Hispanic church, when I was at a non-denominal church, oh, I might not have understood that theology, but I understood the Holy Ghost. John Wesley started this denomination under the power of the Holy Spirit. And Wesley said, I hope the day never comes when the church I founded is more form than Holy Spirit. Quote, unquote. I know he's turning over in his grave. We must invite the Holy Spirit in. We must invite the Holy Spirit in. When I was in Korea attending church, I couldn't understand that language. But I understood. I looked at the respect they had for the power of the Holy Spirit. I looked at the respect they had for for worship. I looked at the respect they had for the pastor. You know, the pastor in a Korean church has his own apartment for him and his family inside the church. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Glory to God. The world, beloved, has so many issues today that the church of Jesus Christ just needs to be speaking out the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And the only way we can freely do that is when we are filled with the Holy Spirit. We need the Holy Spirit to give us power to witness in truth with life-changing, situation-transforming effectiveness. Oh, you may wonder, what if I don't know what to say when I witness? You know, you can find the answer to anything in the word of God. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, beloved. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Just get going and you share the gospel and you depend on the Holy Spirit to fill your mouth. 
Because if you are filled with the Holy Spirit, you ain't going to say some of the stuff that you used to say. The Holy Spirit, for God declares in Psalm 81 verse 10, it says, open your mouth and I will fill it. Oh, witness, God is good all the time. And all the time, tell somebody, God is good. God, oh, 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 I say this because we are engaged in a spiritual warfare today. If you don't know it, then I'm telling you, we are engaged in a spiritual warfare today. There's war between our spirit and the need we have to do it our way. There's war between our spirit and our flesh. We'll never win, though, without the power of the Holy Spirit. That, that could be a war in your house, I don't know, on your job, in your family. There's certainly wars in our schools. Let me tell you, I, if I was a teacher today, if I was a teacher today, I would have anointed that room and everybody in it. There's war. There's a war going on today. Oh, the church sat down and let somebody take prayer out of the schools. And we didn't say nada. And now we see what's happening in the schools. In our schools around the world, we will never win. We will never win without the indwelling power of the Holy Spirit. And so, child of God, child of God, sitting in here and watching, child of God, let me ask you something, let me ask you something. Do you want the power of the Holy Spirit? I must confess. To you growing up in the United Methodist Church all of my life and yet being exposed to all different churches I can tell you that I promised God I said God if you ever let me be a preacher I'm not going to act like these people up in here I want what they got around the corner. <laughs> I want what the Pentecostal church has. They have more people and more money. They're flourishing. Their pastors are the best dressed in the city. Because that's how God does it. Glory to God. I want that holy. I want that God. Give me, give me, give me. And so I searched for it. And, and, I, and I looked for it. And I could feel it when I was in the Baptist and the Pentecostal church. And then, and then, God bless me. 
Rosanna United in my home church when I was grown was St. Luke in Dallas and the, and the pastor said we're going to stop this nonsense of people walking in church taking they, thinking they all bad and a, and a glass of Kool-Aid we're going we, we gonna to stop this nonsense Dr. Zanholm said you know what I look out there and I see all those fine cars I look around the sanctuary and I see all the educated finely dressed people Oh, but when I get the financial report, it clearly me know that I'm the pastor of a church of people who don't know the power of the Holy Spirit. I'm a pastor of a church where people come, but they ain't saved. And he went to a Baptist church and he, and he learned. You see, we have to, we've always been spiritual people, but we lost it. We want to be like somebody else. We lost it. I tell my white friends when I grew up, we were whiter than y'all. <laughs> I said, Lord, take it from me. <laughs> take that, Jesus. I won't. Over there, but they got across the street. Because when I go in there, I feel something. The music is phenomenal. The preaching is both intellectual and spiritually satisfying. My pastor told the Baptist church pastor after he saw his people leaving the Methodist church and going to the Baptist church, he didn't get mad. He said, what he got, I got. And he taught me how to be taught. And he went and asked the preacher, say, just, just teach me to do worship the way you do. Because my people say they don't get filled at my church. Teach me. And then he said to us one day, we should be thankful to the Baptist and the Pentecostal church for holding on to the authentic, the authentic expression of worship that we forgot. And I say all the time, that's when the church went from two or three hundred to eight thousand, when we began to worship in the black church tradition. All the churches now do it, the white, black, the yellow, the green, all of them be shouting and falling out and have praise service. Ain't nobody getting up to have music. And most of the mega white churches have musicians who come out of the black church. Ain't that something? Ain't that something? That we don't even know our own gifts. We throw our gifts away. And yeah, I grew up a musician. I couldn't do nothing but read, but that's all they wanted me to do. I said, Lord, no. No, Lord, I ain't playing in the church no more. If I can't pray, if I can't play like Darnell, I won't play no more. <laughs> I'm telling you, we must have a passion. I had that passion. My, my pastor had that passion, and I watched. 
how the people treated him when he began to change things. You can't have no black church without a Hammond B3 organ. What you doing? So the trustees told him, we ain't gonna buy that. He said, fine. He went and bought it with his own money. He said, I don't like the musicians, I'm getting ready to fire them. Oh, but they've been here, Lord, they've been here. Pastor for a long time. Yeah, but they finna go. <laughs> and then he came in with musicians from the Baptist and the Pentecostal church. Ah, man, from 300 to 8,000 people. All responding to the power of the Holy Spirit that was in the church of Jesus Christ. Do you want him? I want the anointing and the, and the smearing and the rubbing of the power of the Holy Spirit more and more each and every day. Each and every beloved, if you, if you want it, you have to have a passion and a yearning and a longing for the power of the Holy Spirit. Oh, you must have a starvation in your heart that causes you to reach and search until you experience in your own life the miracles recorded in the Bible, the very same miracles available today. You have to have a spiritual thirst that draws his anointing. I want more. I want more. I want more of the Lord inside of me. You know, there used to be a, a saying that we say in the United Methodist Church, and it was, catch the spirit. And what my, one of my friends said, I said, that is not even theology. Catch the spirit, the spirit ain't running from us. We running from the spirit. You don't have to catch the spirit. The Bible says, receive. Receive the power of the Holy Spirit. That's why in church when we praise him, we praise with open hands because you can't get nothing with a closed fist. More of you, God. More. More of you, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit, into my heart, into my life, into my house, into my children. I need you. As a young person, spirit of the living God, on me, that song would make me cry. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on me. Melt me, mold me, fill me, use me. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on, on me. Well, church, we need They don't want to act like they've seen people who feel what the Holy Spirit act. 
<laughs> As if the spirit gonna make you act like something you don't wanna act like. <laughs> the spirit empowers you to free yourself in the spirit of God, where you can't be still, where, where you smile when other people are frowning, and when you hug when other people are hitting. The Holy Spirit will make you do better things than you could have ever done without him. We need the power of the Holy Spirit. Send, or send your anointing and let it fall fresh. Today, we sing during this time of Pentecost. There are 200 mega churches in the state of California. And if you look them up, you'll find they're charismatic, Holy Spirit filled churches. And so today, this day, I'm inviting you to sing. God loves music, but he loves the best of music. God loves musicians who are anointed with the power of the Holy Spirit. A lot of people can sing, but they're not anointed. There's a difference. Oh, the song says, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, fall fresh on me. Oh Lord, 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 Lord. Lord, anoint us. We yield all to thee. Lord, for we know, we, we know that yokes are broken. And the captives are set free, so, so just let it fall down. Come, Holy Spirit. Fall down. Fall down. Fall. I wish I could. you in a picture, but he only comes if you want him. I can't, I can't do that for you. He only comes if you know you need him.
with you, but no, I, I know that ain't gonna work with you.
loves you so, each and every one of you. He loves you so. What you can't do is will without his power. You can't do his will without his power. Oh Lord, we thank you. We thank you for the anointing of your Holy Spirit that has flowed in this church today. May we give our gifts, our talents, our love, our devotion to you, God. Oh, how we thank you. Oh, how we thank you. And as you prepare to leave this place, Something you didn't even know you had. God's done some healing in here today. Yokes are broken in Jesus' name. Anxiety, depression, high blood pressure, heart disease.
and your anxiety, he will give you hope. I don't know what tomorrow holds. Oh, but I know who holds tomorrow. And I know who holds my head. this place with a fresh and full anointing.